want to thank everyone that worked so hard to prepare that amazing celebration we had last night. Thanks all who were able to come and join us. It was a great send-off, and this is uh, my last Sunday Mass with all of you, and um, I'll do my best to not get choked up here, but um, I think if I look back on uh, what was the most powerful, most meaningful to me, it's that we're family. And um, I think that's what parish is all about. That's what, you know, I'm called father, but I pref prefer spiritual dad because that's what we are. And so it's, it's not easy. We've spent a long time together. Uh, Bishop Morlino saw us as a project, and he wanted us to keep going in the ways we were, and, uh, and it's been a great uh, celebration. I want to thank my servers. I think we tied the record today. So we have 19 servers. That's, that ties the record. That's pretty cool. But uh, you guys have set a high bar. You know, you can look at servers everywhere. And you know, we always talked about we're like a uh, military honor guard, right? And we want to, because, listen, guys, I would say to them, everybody's looking on at you. And when you're like that, they know you're taking this seriously. You're reverencing God. And so it quickens our heart, our soul, to want to reverence him too. Uh, so thank you. And I'm going to miss you guys a whole lot. Um, so I don't know if you know, but I share a birthday with John the Baptist. I, um, this being my last sermon, I... I think I really put my heart and soul into this, but um, you know, I get a kick out of reminding folks that I share a birthday with my hero, John the Baptist, June 24th. Add to that, Roe v. Wade was overturned on June 24th last year, which was the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. This year, on the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, thousands of John the Baptists rose up to the chagrin of virtually all spiritual leaders in prayerful protest at Dodger Stadium. Please pray for Bishop Strickland. Reports that were coming in yesterday. Uh, I actually saw my first one from Father Ripperger sent me a text about it um, during our social last night. Um, but um, I don't know the particulars. You can search it on, on uh, the website. Hopefully it's not much. But Bishop Strickland was the only bishop there for that prayer rally at Dodger Stadium. It seems he's joined the ranks of those of us who are being disciplined or canceled. Remember, for the same courageous truth-telling, John the Baptist was beheaded and Jesus was crucified. Please pray for him. You know, I look at our times today and I think even more about my brave birthday buddy who testified to the truth even when such truth threatened those in power moreover John was unconcerned like Jesus about tone and manner as they both re referred to those in power and control as a brood of vipers among other things ultimately John would be beheaded for his unwavering dedication to the truth Listen, since the Garden of Eden, Satan has been enticing souls to rise above God, to be superior to God, and to 
produce their own idea of truth. From Genesis 3.5, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. In modern parlance, Satan could say, your eyes will be opened and you will become woke. In this context, woke and paganism are synonymous. It's a kind of counter-religion that stands against the truths of sacred scripture, against the will of God. Those who wish to evangelize the world into their pagan woke religion know they must secure all levers of power and influence in order to succeed. Not bound by the truths of God, they are free to use any means necessary to secure power and control. In other words, they are totally free to lie, to cheat, to steal. As their end, which is control, justifies their means. Ultimately, the rulers of this pagan woke religion seek to make their doctrine, which opposes God, the new normal. And they have been wildly successful in our times. Why? Because during the information age, when the pagans have seized control of nearly every lever of influence, we lack John the Baptists, who are willing to risk everything, even their lives, to testify to the truth. Out of fear, our primary source of influence, our religious leaders, have chosen to remain mostly silent. With this silence, from those who are called to lead, the laity are left to believe this new anti-God doctrine is to be accepted as the new normal. The pagans in power have demonstrated their profound lust for power as they have even resorted to dismantling anything that grants the masses any sense of self-sufficiency. With this demonic tactic, those in power will blow up the economy, overwhelm the country with millions of illegal aliens, incite domestic terrorism, abuse a virus to inflict fear and compliance, disparage law enforcement and grant leniency to criminals to raise the level of crime, flood the nation with deadly narcotics, and humiliate, cancel, and squash any detractors of their pagan, woke religion. These are historic times. The pagan, woke religion is fully in control, and all of us are watching family and friends being swept away while our spiritual leaders stand on the edge of the pasture watching the wolves devour them all. No, I do not want to sit idly by and accept a new normal that we now live in a post-Christian era. <clears throat> I love you so much. I wish I could just push a button that would fix everything. But first and foremost, while the devil dismantles. I know we are called to dwell under Mary's mantle. 
Our mom is the supreme intercessor and protector. She is our mama bear who crushes the head of the serpent. She is the new Eve who stands against the serpent's deceptive woke with Mary's protection and the grace that streams through her. I absolutely know I must courageously testify to the truth. Just as my birthday buddy John the Baptist did. Just as Bishop Strickland is doing. In today's gospel, Jesus said to the twelve, those first spiritual leaders, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. Souls are dying all around us. Let's pray for our spiritual leaders that they, as the first bishops did on Pentecost, gain the supernatural strength to get them from behind that door in the upper room, that safe space. And under the power of the Holy Spirit, come out and courageously speak the truth on the housetops. The truth will set us free. I'd ask you now if you would join me in prayer. If you're able, please kneel. And with the intercessor session of our Blessed Mother, we pray for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit on our spiritual leaders. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit that they shall, and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who have taught the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant that in the same Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in one God.